December's end, two neighbors called on an old-time friend. And they found his shop so meager and mean, made gay with a thousand broths of green. And Conrad was sitting with his face ashine, when suddenly he stopped as he switched his twine. And he said, old friends, at dawn today, when the cock was crowing the night away, the Lord appeared to me in a dream. And he said, I'm coming, your guest to be. So I've been busy with feet of steer, stirring my shop with branches of fur. The table is set and the kettle is shine, and over the rafters the holly is twined. And now I'll wait for my Lord to appear and listen closely so I will hear his step as he nears my humble place. And I open the door and look on his face. So his friends went home and left Conrad alone, for this was the happiest day he had known. For long since his family had passed away, and Conrad had spent a many a sad Christmas day. But he knew with the Lord as his Christmas guest, this Christmas would be the dearest and best. So he listened with only joy in his heart, and with every sound he would rise and with a start and look for the Lord to be at his door. Like the vision he had a few hours before. So he ran to the window after hearing a sound. But all he could see on snow-covered ground was a shabby beggar whose shoes were torn and all of his clothes were ragged and worn. But Conrad was touched and he went to the door and he said, your feet must be frozen and sore. I have some shoes in my shop for you and a coat that will keep you warm too. So with a fearful heart, the man went away, but Conrad noticed the time of day and wondered what made the dear Lord so late and how much longer he'd have to wait. When he heard a knock and he ran to the door, but it was only a stranger once more, a bent old lady with a shawl of black and a bundle of kindling piled on her back. She asked for only a place to rest, but that was reserved for Conrad's great guest. But her voice seemed to plead, don't send me away. Let me rest for a while on Christmas day. So Conrad brewed her a steaming cup and told her to sit at the table and sup. But after she had left, he was filled with dismay, for he saw that the hours were slipping away. And the Lord hadn't come as he said he would, and Conrad felt sure he had misunderstood. When out of the stillness he heard her cry, please help me and tell me where am I? So again he opened his friendly door and stood disappointed as twice before. It was only a child who had wandered away and was lost from her family on Christmas Day. Again, Conrad's heart was very heavy and sad, but he knew he could make the little girl glad. So he called her in and wiped her tears and quieted all her childish fears. And then he led her back to her home once more. But as he entered his own door, 
He knew that the Lord wasn't coming today, for the hours of Christmas had passed away. When soft in the silence, he heard a voice. Lift up your head, for I kept my word. Three times my shadow crossed your floor. Three times I came to your lonely door. For I was the beggar with bruised cold feet. And I was the woman you gave something to eat. And I was a child on the lonely street. Three times I knocked, three times I came in. And each time I found the warmth of a friend. For all he gives, love is the best. I was honored to be your Christmas guest. Greetings in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and welcome once again to our podcast. Uh, certainly enjoyed the fine song by Brother Billy Stevens, the Christmas guest, and that's got a lot of meaning to it, and if we can just take heed to that. And I want to give your address right now. The address is, I try to give it. If, if you would like to uh, let us hear something from on the uh, the podcast or the go to the Fellowship Temple page, which it's Fellowship Temple. It's Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky, in the good old USA. And uh, follow us, I said, on Facebook. And uh, But I want to let you know we're not any denomination. We just preach out of the old authorized King James Bible and nothing but it. And we all we, folks, I want to say unto you, where you might be, my voice might be going in this world today. I want to, I want to hear about an old sinner getting saved by the good grace of God. That's what I'm here for. I'm not here to take up time. I'm not here for money. I want to see somebody get saved, truly get born again. And I mean, it's not about church religion, church denomination, good deeds, good works, but it's all about uh, being born again. If you're not born again, you're not going to enter the city of God. So we're going to get into the uh, message now that we preached uh, all pretty good while back. And, and it is uh, the birth of Christ. Uh, and there's no room for Christ. That's, that's the title of it. Uh, there's no room for Christmas. No room for Christmas. And, and that's the truth. There's no room for Christmas now. Everything else has taken its place. And even in the, in the public place, they don't want the old uh, Chris, the Christmas hymns. They're replacing it with this new modern stuff. It has no meaning. But I want the old Christmas true meaning of what the Christmas and Jesus is the only reason for the season it ain't about uh, mer- uh, making money or nothing like that he came down so humble and so low that we could have life and and my friends if you're if you follow Jesus get born of the spirit you'll make it in right now we're going to get into the message two and the seventh verse Luke two and seven All right, and she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. 
I'm going to stop right there and let's pray. Our precious Heavenly Father, by the Lord Jesus Christ, as we come before you, Lord, at the throne of grace, we thank you, Lord, for what you've done, what you're going to do, Lord, this hour. We pray, Father, for this message. I pray that it'll go out, Lord, in the radio land, Lord, that somebody would hear and, Lord, accept the gospel and, Lord, and, and believe the gospel and live the gospel. And, and Lord, let, the, let it stay in their hearts, Lord, continuously. And, Father, I pray, God, the ones that's bereaved, maybe they're sick or, or whatever's wrong with them, Father, I pray that you uh, uh, help them, Father, what, through their opposition or trial, the trouble, the sorrow, the sickness and pain. And what are they going through with this, our Father? We pray to comfort them, help them, and bless them. And I give you the glory and the praise in the great name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, in Jesus' sweet name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. <clears throat> Thank the Lord. <clears throat> okay. I read that one verse, and the part that I'm going to be dealing with this morning is a part that I have preached on in the past, but it, the Lord has given me a, a little bit more. Uh, it, seemed like it, just, it seemed like some more revelation has come out in it, and, and so I'm just going to... Uh, go with that way. All right, but I'm going to look at it where it says, because there was no room for them. Because there was no room for them in the end. I, I noticed that no room. I want you to notice that scripture there is no room for. No room for uh, Mary. No room for Joseph. No room for Jesus Christ uh, for them to be. And uh, today, uh, I'm going to look at that just for a moment. It's no room. You know, uh, I, I see that if they, re they rejected him, they rejected him back then. They rejected him, uh, and they, they, you know, King Herod, even himself, tried to... Uh, uh, slaughter all the babies, thought they was going to uh, kill him, but uh, they didn't, bless the Lord. But he had a purpose here. Uh, he had a purpose to fulfill and a, uh, and a thing to do, bless it God, because fulfill, uh, to go to that cross, but to fulfill this uh, uh, mission that he came down here to seek to do, and that was to die for our sins and, and that we all could be saved. And thank God for Jesus Christ, the one that came and died on the cross for our sins. Now, I want you to give me your attention here now and, and think about this. No room in the end. No room for them in the end. Now, I want you to notice, nowadays, as we look at this, that the Christmas season, I, I want you to notice that uh, they're hard to ever see. Now, there's a lot of decorations in the homes, and I thank the Lord people do decorate, but I hope they're decorating for the right reason. And uh, I noticed when they decorate in their, in their homes, uh, I, I see a lot of Christmas lights, and I also see the, the Santa Claus, I see the reindeers, I see the snowman, but there's no room for the nativity scene. No room for the nativity scene. And Jesus is the reason for the season. And yet, uh, and not used to be in the courthouse downtown in Madisonville and and uh, elsewhere probably used to be uh, they would have the nativity scene uh, down there, and but there's no room for the nativity scene. 
That's what I'm trying to say. There's no room uh, for that. It used to be room to, they, uh, for the Christmas carols to be played across the, uh, Madisonville and across the other cities, uh, Christmas carols. No room, but it's, but it's also room for the, the wild music. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the wild music comes along and don't even make any sense. But, it's, but you know there's no room for that. And I see, and now uh, there's no room in their homes anymore uh, for the Bibles. But lay it on their shelf. But there's, there's room for magazines to lay on your shelf. All right, you listening to me? And there's no room to read your Bible. A lot of you are so busy, got busy schedules. And but, this, it's, but you can read a newspaper, but there's no room to read the Bible, is it? And it's laying on the shelf. I tell you, there, there's no room, and there's no room now. They, uh, you know, in, in the past, they, they outlawed the Ten Commandments. There's no room for the, the Ten Commandments to be on the walls of the schools, uh, and there's no room, but there's also room for other pictures to be up on the wall. You know what I'm talking about? There's plenty of room to hang every ungodly thing on the wall, but there's, there's no room for the Ten Commandments. Uh, all right, you see what I'm talking about? There's no room for it. And I see uh, another picture. I see it. Uh, prayer, uh, we used to be when we go into public school uh, and, and they had on intercom they would read the devotion but now there's no room uh, uh, for the devotion and the, uh, now there's no room for prayer and there's no room I'm telling you no, the, the prayers no room for that there's no room for the Bible reading no room for Bibles used to be if you go to a lot of the motels uh, it would be Bibles in the motels no room for the Bible in the motel now but it's, it's alright to have Playboy laying around uh, uh, those sex magazines is all right to have that around but it's sure wrong to have a Bible in there you see what I mean? There's no room for them in the end. That's what I'm preaching about there's no room for the end and I'm trying to tell you this hour they have tried to uh, push him out uh, starting the very first Christmas morning they've tried to take care of him and try to do away the first Christmas morning but I got news for you at Radio Land. You in this church bless God Christmas is still real in my soul. It is going to go until Jesus Christ comes back to this earth again. That's right. And you know, they've just got, and I won't put this on airways since they've, they've done said it a while ago, but I just want them to hear it again on this uh, broadcast, whatever I air this. I don't know, but I'm going to say it one more time. And uh, they're saying the, the holidays, they're saying happy holidays, and I want you to get this good. They, they, there's no room to say Merry Christmas, but it's plenty of room to say happy holidays. It's plenty of room to say a holiday tree, but it's sure wrong to say Christmas tree. It's sure they've got, they, they have room uh, for a holiday gifts, but no Christmas gifts, no room for Christmas. See, there's no room for the word Christmas. No room for Jesus Christ in the end. That's the reason why he laid him in a little manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. You see what I'm talking about? There ain't no room for Jesus. They got room, that, they got room for everything else. You see what I'm talking about? It's holiday gifts, it's holiday cards and Christmas, you don't hardly see a, a, a Christmas card, if you get one of Christmas cards, always got maybe a, a no reindeer, or no snowman on it or something and happy holidays it don't have no meaning whatsoever, I'm telling you my friends, this hour, they've taken it, they've taken them off the, off the Christmas cards and they put an X there, Xmas, they breathe in it, they've taken out, no room for his name to be spelt out, no room to say, no room to uh, 
uh, to say the word Christmas. Uh, and brother, I'm telling you, but brother, that's the reason why. It's still the same today. Back then, they had no room for him. Today, they ain't got no room for him. Amen. You see what I'm talking about? It's the same thing. And now as it was back the very first Christmas morning. Thank God, but I'm going to tell it like it is. I'm going to tell everybody Merry Christmas. I'm going to tell Brother. I'm telling you, they're saying that they're afraid to say a Christmas music, but they say a holiday music. Bless the Lord, Amen. I'm telling you, they say a merry. Then they come along and say a, a, a holiday a, a wrapping paper. They're afraid to say that word Christmas. There's no room for Christmas anymore. It seems like, but bless God, it's going to be Christmas for me. It's Christmas inside of me. Bless God, I'm going to tell you right now. There's no room for them in the end. That you know, as I mentioned in Sunday school earlier, there I was talking about uh, about Jesus uh, there in the being born and. I got thinking that, yes, uh, you know, now they abort babies. There's no room for babies. But it's all right for animals to be, uh, be displayed in their houses now. There's no room for babies being born, but they'll bring animals in their houses and raise them. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you, my friends, uh, this thing is turned around backwards. Uh, this thing is turned crossways. Uh, I'm telling you, my friend, there's no room for Jesus anymore. There's no room to have his love in their hearts seem like. But let me tell you, but for me and my house, I'm gonna serve the Lord God. I'm going to praise his name and I'm going to exalt his name and I'm going to tell everybody Merry Christmas and in all happy holidays. Thank God, amen. Uh, you hear what I'm saying? That she brought forth, forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because, because, what was the, why did they put him in a manger? Why did they wrap him up in swaddling clothes? Why? Because there was no room for them in the beginning. There ain't no room in Chrissy Michael's Christmas schedules. People's got a hustle and bustle. And I think, listen, they got uh, the presents. They got presents above Christ. Brother, I'll tell you there, and listen, Jesus is what it's all about. And then they got to, uh, all the partying. And, and listen, oh yeah, they, they can't go to the house of God and worship. And they say, we're going to have Christmas. Well, having Christmas is supposed to be the worship. It's about the worship. That's what Christmas is about, worship. I'm telling you. And they say, well, we're going we're gonna to meet over here. We're going to meet there. We've got to go here. We've got to go there and have there. Well, I'm going to tell you, but yes, what they'll do, they'll go to all these dinners and all these meetings, and they'll miss the house of God. There is no room for the worship. But that's what I'm trying. There's no room for the worship. But you got room for meeting with somebody. You got room to have your dinners. You got room to have your presence. You got room for all that. But what about room for Christ? What about the worship? I'm telling you, my friends, there's no room for him. Amen. Are you listening to me? Am I right, church? Am I right? It's getting awful quiet in here. But there's no room. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There was no room for them in, in the end. All oh, church is hot. I'm telling you, and then we'll, we'll go everywhere. We'll get worse of hustle and bustle in, in this uh, Christmas season. And brother, I, I enjoy it. 
I, I tell you, if I, get it, if I get anything, fine. If I don't, I've got the greatest gift of all, and that's Jesus Christ in my soul. I have the greatest gift right here. And bless God that Jesus Christ had gave his only begotten son. You hear me? I'm telling you, my friends, he loved me. He died for me. He bled for me. And I have the greatest gift right here. And I tell you, my friends, if I never get a present, it won't bother me. I bless it, God, I'm telling you. I, I Listen, I just want to see souls saved. We're talking to you about room for, uh, listen, brother, being having room. The scripture says this, and the, Matthew tells me that Jesus said this, and he said, Thou foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not to where lay his head. He didn't have a room to lay his head. When he was down there making the plan of salvation, they had everything. Folks, I'll tell you what, I got thinking about that baby Jesus. You know, I, there's nothing wrong from, from people caring for the babies, and they should care for the babies. You know, we've got fine hospitals and doctors and medis, medication, good nurses, and, and all the facilities of the, what goes to the medical care of life. And I got thinking, Jesus Christ, when he was born, he didn't have a nurse. He didn't have a doctor. He didn't have a hospital. He, there wasn't no hospital, wasn't listen. He didn't have no medication. Uh, bless God, but you know what? Uh, he had his heavenly father depended upon him. Oh, glory. I'm telling you, father, taking care of him, amen. I'm telling you, listen, listen, brother, Jesus Christ came in this little world. And listen, he had never had no, a lot of a, a, a social status. He, did, he was born in poverty. And uh, he wasn't, he never wrote a book as far as uh, uh, writing other things. Uh, but I'd say it was more written about him than any other man in this world. Glory to be to God. I thank God there's room for me at the cross. Uh, listen, brother, it's room at the cross for me. It's room at the cross for you. But he made room for you. When he died for you, there is room for every man. It wasn't no room for him, but he made room for you. Amen. I want you to know, I'm telling you, I would talk about there wasn't no room in the end. But let me tell you something. But Jesus, when he died, he said, it's finished. I'm blessed, God. I'm going to tell you right now. He made a room at the cross for you. It's room for you today if you're lost and undone without God or his son. He made a room at the cross for you. It wasn't no room for him, but it was room for you. Aren't you glad today that he came? And, and even though he didn't, he was rooted out a lot of things. But bless God, he still made the plan of salvation. But yet, bless God, I found room at the cross one day for me. I found the room and it was room for me. And it's room for you. It's room for all mankind that whosoever will and let him come and take of the water of life freely. The spirit says come. The bride says come. Whosoever will let him come and take of the water of life freely. I'm praying freely you give and freely receive. I'm telling Jesus Christ freely gave his life and so that we can have room at the cross. Amen. Aren't you glad today that we got room at the cross? Thank God. Praise the sweet name. I'm talking to you about this Christmas message. Blessed Lord, the scripture said she brought forth, she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him up in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them, no room for them in the end. All oh, this in church is our. I got thinking about there's no room. Listen, there's no room for prayer, 
No room for no room for worship service in the Christmas season. No room for Bible reading. No room to praying. No room for singing the Christmas carols. No room uh, uh, listen to even tell them about Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. For me, I'm gonna I'm gonna worship Him and I'm gonna put Him first. Amen. Praise the Lord. Bless God this hour. I'm going to put him first above anything else. And I'll tell you what, I wish to goodness to me that Christmas would fall on the, the weekend all the time. So we want to forget this hustle and bustle about going this and going there. And blessed Lord, and I'm telling you, my friends, there's no room in your schedule for Jesus. And when's the last time you read your Bible? When's the last time you got on your knees and prayed? When's the last time you done besides coming to the house of God? And best God, if you wait to come in the church and pray, is something wrong. You ought to practice praying. You ought to be in prayer. The Bible said be instant in prayer. Oh, God, you ought to be instant in prayer every day, every day of your life. That ought to be a part of you. Jesus said, give us this day and our daily bread. What? All right. We hope you enjoyed the, broad, the broadcast or the podcast today. And uh, I hope you'll tune in next week <clears throat> for part two. No room for Christmas, <clears throat> and it certainly isn't room for Christmas, but just, as I said, be sure you tune in uh, next week for the uh, part two, and then we'll, finish up the, then we'll finish up the message. And don't forget that we are Fellowship Temple, and we're located on Weldon Avenue in Madisonville, Kentucky in the USA, and we'd be glad to hear from you. Go to follow us on Facebook as well. We're on Facebook sometime on Sunday morning and Sunday night. And so go, go with us there. All right, until next week, and uh, God bless you until then.